Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. I have no introduction to give for these four gentlemen that are here again with me, and they try to join me every quarter during yes. the year, and I appreciate them very much. Already been a lot of laughs and some um, knives thrown <laughs> before we start. But anyway, I'm with the four mayors, Randy Hetty from Jackson County, Jeff Mason from Smith County, Dean Wayne Robinson from White County, Alan Foster from Cullen County. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Y'all are very kind to take your time and, and join me again. So we got a lot to talk about, um, but we want to get into some of the things that you, we all have been discussing outside the studio for the last few months, and that's Smith County. Implementing the 1981 Financial Management Act. Woo. See, look at Middle that! Good look job. at that! Good you job. got the well applause. This was the Jeff Mason segment. So, out of the, the now, three out of the four counties in this room have done it. Uh, Rady, y'all probably not looking at it, looking at it at all. So, we, you know, we, and that's fine. It's each his own. But Jeff, in October, it was officially uh, adopted by the commission, right? Yep, I voted seventeen to five. 17 to 5. Your your membership is how many? We have 24. There were two absent that night. And you actually appointed somebody. Well, one that night as well, yes. Yep. So you were actually uh, at 23 before right. you start when you started the meeting. And you and that's a, that brings up something we, we talked about. If there's a vacancy, and especially a commissioner, y'all can appoint and swear them in during that meeting. They can right. take the seat. And that's what we've been doing. Yeah. That, but then we were talking, you know, basically they're a commissioner as soon as they're appointed. Who, so. who answered that? Question for That'd you. That'd be your you. test rep. Okay. I've okay. done it a bunch of okay. times. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> In the last five years, we always do it right at the beginning. Well, you, you've had some vacancies. You've had vacancies. And have you had my, in my uh, not not as mayor? I had them when I was chairman, member as commissioner. Yeah. And I had two or three to pass. Yep. And you had to point. Yeah, we did the three. same thing. You've had We'd a swear them in, and, and they'd go right to. You swear them in a little vote? Yeah, they'd yeah. be going right in the middle of the meeting. And vacancies can happen yeah, for several reasons. But illegal, and I, you know. So why did you have a vacancy? And we'll get back to the 81 Act in a minute. Why did you uh, have a vacancy? We had a commissioner resign in District 3, New Middleton. Didn't they move? They did. She moved to Wilson County. Yeah. So anytime you're out of your district, you got to resign. So Yes. So, Jeff, let's just talk about this. And the reason we're talking about with these guys is, like I said, Denny Wayne and Allen are, are ingrained in the 81 Act. They, it was there in White and Cumberland Counties, respectively, when they started. And so how, how many months y'all been talking about this in Smith County? Uh, I think the first started talking somewhere around 1st of June, right after budget passed is when it got heated and wanted to be talked about. And then we uh, we had a work session one night, and I think that was in August. And then it went through that. We did vote that night, just an information meeting uh, where you and Wesley were there. Appreciate you coming in and helping us mm-hmm. with that. Uh, and then uh, we it went through both steering committees because it was education and and finance. So went through both of those. It was passed out of that. And then on the uh, October the eleventh, we brought it that night and uh, about almost an hour of public comment. Uh, and then. Probably an hour and a half of debate on it. One uh, one motion that night was to table it to, to put it off. It failed. It failed, and then uh, came back and they voted to pass it at seventeen to five that night. And we had our first uh, central finance meeting two weeks ago, and we're in the process of laying out the timeline of how and when we want to hire a direct a new appoint that director. So this is. I mean, we can say this on the radio show. You're you're looking to hire a finance director in county government. That's Smith correct. County. That's correct. So there will Enjoy be a, the club. Yeah, and, and so Cumberland <laughs> County's got a retirement right. uh, there, so he's looking. I got my eye on one, though. Yeah, I think they're in south of you, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
South? <laughs> or is it southeast? Southwest. South, south, yeah, southwest, yeah. yeah. You're looking at Ray County or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you'll be posting that position when, whenever the committee decides to. Yes, yes whenever they just, Hopefully we'll meet again Thursday night and, and lay that out. Uh, there's been some talk of maybe just starting out with internal candidates and go from there. So Yeah, and I, I was at the first financial management committee meeting. We were the only one, and they were talking about salaries, and I would mentioned that Cumberland County's tied to the trustees. Mm-hmm. White mm-hmm. County's tied to the trustees as well, right, Denny Wayne? Well, that tier of – That salary range. Salary range, yes. Whatever the elected fee official salary yeah. is, that's what the finance director makes. Mm-hmm. And same thing in Cumberland, mm-hmm. but I think yeah. it might be worded that's differently. That's we are now, with, even at the 57 Act. Yeah, so you're under the 57 Act, you have a budget director. You're just yeah. not centralized. So a few things we learned – in that meeting, uh, and, and it was a October. good meeting, by the way. I watched every minute of it. Well, that's what that's I was good. going to say, and, and I'm I'm going to brag on Jeff a second. Uh, whether it passed or not, his leadership throughout both September and October meetings was really he handled himself really well and did and, and led the commission without bias. Uh, which you're, as a chairperson, what you're supposed to do. exactly. And now you have your opinion on what, right. whether or not you like it or not. But right. with during the meeting without bias, he done a good job. Uh, another thing that we learned was that uh, there are more people listening to my podcast than your mother-in-law and mother. I oh, think nice. You yeah, that's true, nice. Because you were quoted. Yeah, I was quoted. Uh, so we learned that. And I didn't get to thank them for listening. Uh, but if you're listening, thank you. And then we, we just, there's just a lot happened, right? Public comment was something new that the, the legislature put in starting in July. And we, and they had to follow the procedures. And, and you laid out the guidelines for that. And anybody wanted to speak, you basically allowed to speak. We did, well, I mean, it we when we first when they first passed that it was 10 with a three minute limit and we actually had 11 speak that night so we gave everybody apple opportunity to speak and you know that's what it was for and we actually you know again it was there's there's some passion on the other side that didn't want to do it and you you talk about being unbiased and it's in having our own opinions and and it's one of those situations where one day you think yeah this is what we need to do and then the next day you look at your attorney in the finance direction go have we lost our mind why are we doing this but you know all in all i think it's going to be great i mean these guys i hear how theirs works oh you're going to be glad you did it oh, I, yeah, I, you think it's, I think and I think, none of the none of the scare none of the no, fears is going to come to, to no, fruition I mean, it, we're already doing it basically on the 57 act and it's like i've told people before it's not like we're building a brand new mm-hmm. system it, I, I, I equate it to you got just an adding one on. You got an interstate that's already running, and you're just merging another car into the traffic, and you know, and it'll, it'll go. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, that's they've never the school system has never been under that, and they don't like it. And I understand. I mean, I understand that, but you know, people don't like change, right? So it comes exactly. A point in time right. when you got to say, okay, maybe this is better. I don't think they'll find a whole lot of difference in some ways. They won't, but the the fear is the unknown, right? Sure, yeah. And so they're not they're not certain what's going to happen. Even though we at well, CTAS have told changes. them, you've told them that the, there's the not com- really. We actually had the comptroller at our meeting in October. We had three of their representatives there, and comptroller Mom, Mom Power actually did call in and address the body. Yeah, and they and obviously they they put in their audits every year for those counties that don't have it. I mean, Randy. You see it in Jackson County. Yep. Just the reco- exit, and it was in there. Recommendation. What? Yeah. You should centralize your financial management either through the 1981 Act or a private act. Yeah. And that's what the audit says. You guys don't see that because you're under the 81. Right. And so. It's worked good for me, and I've told Jeff, you know, I've been on it from a school board member's perspective, county commissioner, and the mayor. 
it, it just works. Yeah. So under the, when well, you was a school board, well, I mean, you, you probably never thought any different, right? It worked great. It just works great. It keeps you from making mistakes. It keeps you, it helps you maybe minimize findings and things like that. And, and you got one good set of rules that everybody can follow. It's easy to get a PO. You can get one in 30 seconds. I mean, just at least in Cumberland yeah, County, you make I mean, a phone call, we, you we got a PO. All the horror stories. Yeah, I heard know. that one too. It's yeah. not. I mean, it's just it's don't not, work. I mean, and then when we 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 were actually started, we did a self audit on how long it took us to turn a PO around through our purchasing and finance right now, and you know they were bragging on that they could get one in four hours, and our our time on one on one stuff was like forty five minutes, and I think the highway department's average was like an hour. So I, mean, I could get one. I mean, oh, almost I instantly. Too. I mean, that was just a worst case scenario. Yeah. I think. Somebody gone to lunch or something. Yeah. yeah. So, DW and White County, if the commission voted to undo the 81 Act, how would you feel about it? Oh, I'd fight it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that allows the us as mayors and executives to be a mayor and an executive right. and not That's right. tied down with the finances. If, yeah. if, if you're 81 Act and you don't have a landfill, which you had both, <laughs> you actually got time to do what you're supposed to do right. as a mayor. Yeah. And, of course, Randy, you don't have it, and it's not really being discussed, so you do the finances in the county. Yeah, I do. But I, I you probably brother, but you I would you probably see away. the yeah you probably see the advantages <laughs> of having it right yeah I think that it would be a good thing I'm not opposed it's just not conversation that we've wanted to tackle you yeah. know uh, I, again most small counties are not 81 right and that's just the truth yeah and uh, but I'm not a, I wouldn't fight it. It's not that uh, it's not a thing, but I also wouldn't take the ball up and run with it. So, well, at least a third of the counties in the state are now centralized through either eighty-one or private act, and so uh, or fifty-seven. Yeah, well, if you do fifty-seven, then it's closer to half. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's closer yeah. to half. You do fifty-seven. So, oh, wow. uh, and then of course there's four counties I think of the fifty-seven that include the schools, and I would love to have been in those conversations when the schools volunteered. Yeah. To go because mm-hmm. that's not what I've seen in Cannon and Smith County, and even really in Warren when mm-hmm. I was still here, I was here uh, when Warren did it, and it was a little bit of struggle for the schools then. But those four counties, and one of them's Roan County, the closest one to us, they volunteered. So yeah, we'll we'll go centralize. You know, we'll do fifty-seven that centralize and all that. So. Is How it, long has the comptroller's office been, or whoever does your audits, been putting that as a recommendation? Forever. It used so, to be a finding. A finding? It used yeah. to be a finding. When I started should. in 06, 05, 06, it was a finding if yes. you went centralized. So they went 57 the year before I was elected, and it's been on the audit ever since then, and I'm sure it was before. It was before then, too, because that was one of the things that drove the audit. It actually came out of the audit committee to to go down that road. Randy, when they talk to you about that in your exit, what does the does the auditor say anything about it, or they just say here's a point of discussion? They always say it's point of discussion. As always, we recommend that you centralize. Is that it? This yeah. is basically the conversation. Yeah. And, and eventually, I mean, if you've been a mayor as long as we've been mayors, right? What they typically say is, "There any reason? We, is there any reason to discuss this? No," and they just move on. Yeah. Well, it, and it, they and they they wanted to when I was there in September, I guess it was. To do the presentation, they wanted to ask me, the schools did, about why Putnam was not centralized. And I, I told them the exact truth as I saw it. This is one commissioner's perception in Putnam County. Not, I didn't speak for everybody. But our mayor uh, does not want to give up that that process because we're, we don't have any audit findings. And then they want to turn around and make it sound like I was talking bad about him. And, and they're, they're comparing apples and oranges because they're under already under the 57. Yeah. So he's not doing the finances right now anyway in Smith right. County. So a little bit of contention there. And Shame on you, Ben. I, you should be nicer to Jeff. 
I picked it, up a little it, tension there. Yeah. In all fairness, I think it comes down to the to the county legislative yeah. body and, yeah. and what what they really want and and how bad a shape are you really in? Yeah. My school ain't had my school system ain't had a finding in four years. Yeah. So well, I mean, right. when we I, and I I don't want to leave the topic yet, but after this break, I do want to finish your thoughts on and we'll close up and go to something else. But uh, it's. It's working now in these two counties in White and Cumberland right. counties, so we're going to see it spit. This is Local Matters. I'm with the four mayors. We'll be back after this break. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. I'm with the four mayors. This has been Rogers. We have Cumberland County Mayor Alan Foster, White County Executive Denny Wayne Robinson, Smith County Mayor Jeff Mason, and Jackson County Mayor Randy Hetty. They join me at least once a quarter here on Local Matters because they bring all the good conversations of county government with them, their counties, and what's going on. And we've been talking about the Centralized Financial Management Act of 1981. Smith County Commission just adopted it 22 to no, 17 to 5. I'm sorry. Did my math. 17 to 5. Uh, needs a two-thirds majority vote, so you only yes. needed 16. Correct. So you got 17. And we've, we've been discussing, and, and what's the reason, Jeff, that and, and Alan and Denny Wayne and even Randy, I know you have, have it. What's the reasons for the 81? Give me some Give me some advantages. In my opinion, since I'm the one that just did it, for me, I look at it. This was commission-driven. They, they're the ones that wanted to go down this road. I, I helped them, assisted them, and – at the end of the day, I supported it because I think it's the right thing to do for three reasons. It's It makes you more transparent. It makes you more efficient. It makes you more effective as a government, which is the three things that every one of us sitting here, that's what we mm-hmm. want to do. Because at the end of the day, it's not my money. It's not their money. It's not. It's our money, and we all pay in. And, and, and if we can manage that money better, uh, I hope to finally get this rolling. And, I mean, my, my end-all, be-all dream goal is that centralized purchasing in the central warehouse to where we can get that much more efficient and effective, where we're buying in bulk and, you know, buy a postage meter where we run a postage route, you know, every day and those kind of things is my is my end goal for this. Yeah. Well, DW? Well, like you said, the transparency is a, is a big part of it, but it, – it puts another set of eyes on the transactions that you're that you're doing. It does. And it, it's so easy when you're when you're the one in charge and you got three or four things coming at you at one time to make to make a decision that and then you look back. Oh wait a minute! There's this law that says Oops. I can do this. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. It's so yeah. easy to do, and that gives you yeah. a, a, basically a safety net or at least another set of eyes to look at that to say, wait a minute, you need to rethink this. Yeah, Alan. Well, it's it's like they both said. One of it is efficiency. For those that don't know necessarily what we're talking about, basically all the arms of county government have one finance department that's paying the bills, giving out the POs, and do, and managing all that for us. So you get the efficiencies, and it's like uh, DW was saying, 
You've got a department there that specializes in finances. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. So they can keep you from making mistakes, honest mistakes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, every one of us is sitting in their office with five people coming in, the phone ringing, somebody, everybody talking at you, wanting you to make a decision on three different things at once. And when you got this finance department there that you could call and say, hey, how do we walk through this? That they've done it a thousand times. Mm -hmm. It just makes life so much better for everybody involved. And like I said, I've done it with the school board, the commission, and the mayor now, and it, it's better for everybody. Yeah, and so um, we, the transparency is the, the common word y'all said, and accountability, I think. And you're going to see that as you go on to the county. Uh, and, Randy, we'll touch on one more thing. We'll move on. With your, You have a staff of two in yes. Jackson County, correct. and it's three of y'all basically running the finances for the county side of things. That's correct. Yeah. So, I mean, it could probably be beneficial, but I know it's not something y'all are going to talk about well you you hit it there a minute alan how many and i do this now even in 50 how many how many times a day do you walk to your finance director and go hey how do we need to go about doing this just to make sure you're doing it right yep where are you well, at right now this week have you <laughs> <laughs> no i'm calling chad oh. <laughs> i'm calling chad this week <laughs> where are y'all at right now in your job posting in cumberland county uh tom- we meet tomorrow or no we're, we're gonna meet and i have to check the date yeah uh we're gonna meet and uh just go around the room. We've got resumes. We're going to go around the room. and So you've got if, several if, people. If got, somebody wants to uh, interview them, we're going to interview them. Oh, yeah. On your interview process, because this was brought up the other day. So we're, we're government, so everything we have to do has to be is be public. And, mm-hmm. So you're sitting, when you do your interviews, you get, say you bring three people in to do an interview. Does everybody sit in the same room and you just ask the same questions? How does that work? We didn't. I, that was my question because I was wondering. No, uh, uh, I, mean, I guess they could if they wanted to, technically, because it's public. But it probably wouldn't be looked on very well. If well, no, because did. that was like, because well, that was a question we had. Well, how are we going to do this? Because if position, you know, number one goes and gets all the questions. Well, number three is sitting there going, all right. I'm well, it has to be open to the public. But you don't. The, if they're interview candidates, well, I understand it. You can keep them outside the okay. room. Okay, yeah. we they're do. actually interviewing for okay. it. Yeah, okay. That, that's that, what I was my question. That's what the board of education just did when they hired a new school director. Uh, yeah. director of schools is they had all the candidates to sit outside and brought them in one at a time because you could formulate better answers. Right. As we Absolutely. all know, if you've got an opportunity to think, you can give a better answer sure. than you can when you're off the cuff. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. As a county mayor, that's pretty normal. You it's know? a tough setup, yeah. too, though, since it is all public. And, you know, if we hire oh, a director yeah. or something, yeah. it's all in our office or whatever. And, and this is all it's out there. I mean, it's out there. The only the only time that changes is when you're doing the interview with Ben Rogers. And, you know, he, he just... You know, doesn't give you a, you know the list of questions, and he just brings them off at random. You know that does happen. And, yeah, in radio interviews, especially. It's back, that's what I'm talking about. Right. You know? I mean, you never know what you're going to say. I'm just glad, especially know, if Jeff Mason's on the. Radio I was glad interview. to know he's got a good mayor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. That's, that's what that's they said. Uh, that never anyway. Uh, we'll As go I down said down. in my chamber speech, I'm not a great mayor, but we do a pretty good job. Yeah, there you go. So. One thing we haven't talked about, I think, at all when y'all have been on my show is the impact of growth in western Tennessee with Blue Oval City. And so we got Blue Oval City coming in, and I know that other places in Tennessee are getting contacted about supplying stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Have you, any of y'all been contacted in your county about maybe putting a supplier there? Well, there's the RFPs coming in all the time, but, you mm-hmm. know, the uh, – I don't know the the dependency of of in of electric cars and the infrastructure is that is that here Jeff? Is no that, it's not <laughs> uh, 
It's not here. Oh, so it's going to be pick on me. <laughs> you may have been set up. I'm just saying. So, so well, this is this is the bathroom before I come back in the room. This is a serious conversation, yeah. but I think you had a burning question, <laughs> DW, right? Well, yeah. How long does it take to get from Chattanooga to Smith County in, in an a, electric vehicle? Well, it just depends. <laughs> depends on where. You, so, if you don't get a full charge coming out of Chattanooga, it takes you about three to four hours. No, no, six hours. Yeah, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Six I've got hours, the time yeah. stamps on my phone. Absolutely, <laughs> there was a, there is a running documentary of that. Yeah. So when you, you left, that and I don't know the whole story, but I imagine I'm about to find out. When you left Chattanooga, what was the charge on the vehicle? So let's just start from the beginning. Let's do it. So this is three star day in, in the governor's conference. So my chamber director picks me up in an electric Mustang that he's got on loan from a local car dealership. Well, it's actually a Smithville car Mistake dealership. Mistake one. Yeah. Do Mistake number hey, one. Hey, tell them about the fancy button that you can push. Well, I will. You got <laughs> so, so uh, he pulls up and says, "Hey, let's go in this." And, and I, and I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking this is a bad idea. But he says, "Oh no, it's great. It's better. It's going. There's chargers in downtown. We'll be fine." So, against my better judgment, I got in the car. We went to Chattanooga. We found the plug, which plugged in. Uh, stayed about two hours. When we got to Chattanooga, we were at 38 miles to empty. Uh, so once we uh, <laughs> are dead, what you're dead. dead, whatever it is, 30 miles is, to bed, yeah. to walk, dream cars. Uh, but anyways, so we charged and we got back in the car and gained a whole 80 or 44 miles. So we were up to 82. So I said, uh, Bill, what are we going to do? He said, we, we're good. I said, well, it's 93 miles home. <laughs> He said, well, there's a supercharger at Sam's in Cookville. If we can get there, we can get enough to get us home. I said, okay. Well, I don't, I don't know how many of your listeners know, you know, probably everybody knows this. When you leave when you leave Chattanooga coming back up 27-111, there's one big hill you pull. Big, out one. Mm-hmm. big one. Big mm-hmm. one. So as we start down the back side of that hill rolling into Dunlap, we're down <laughs> to 25 miles. Wow. So, I, and I, I don't want to cut you off but we're going to, have to take a break but you went from being 83 miles to 25 miles and basically 30 miles right correct yeah okay so all right got the four mayors <laughs> the four mayors with me on local matters this but it ain't over <laughs> no we're gonna give jeff a break uh we've been we've been on his case here on local matters i'll be back with four mayors this has been roger we'll be back in just a moment <laughs> <laughs> they set you up, dog. They did. They said, that's why I wasn't so mad about what you said about me because it was coming for you. So I was just like, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I ain't going to tell you who started it. Welcome back to Local Matters. This has been Rogers with the four mayors Jackson County Mayor Randy Hetty, Smith County Mayor Jeff Mason, bless his heart, Denny Wayne Robinson from White County, and Alan Foster from Cumming County. Jeff, you've had a hard little first two segments, but. I, I'm good. It, yeah, you, you're, you're a trooper. So. Well, well, I have to say, go ahead. His new little icon on my phone's an Energizer Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're just tuning in, Jeff Mason was in Chattanooga oh, and, and was in a uh, EV electric vehicle with his chamber president, and he left Chattanooga. It had 82 miles to you said empty. I'm be more like dead on arrival, right? Whatever um, they call that. Yeah. But you got down to Dunlap and you had 27 miles. So when you get to Dunlap, you got 27 miles till you're so. As 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 is you know, Smith County runs the world because my old buddy Joey Evitz is the Farm Bureau manager in in Dunlap. So I picked the phone up and called him. And I said, Joey, is there a charger in Dunlap? And he goes, I don't think so. Let me call. He calls. There's no charger. I said, Well, do you have a 110 outlet outside? He said, Yeah. <laughs> so we pull into the Farm Bureau at Dunlap and uh, plug into a 110 outlet and sit there for probably an hour and a half and gain another 25 30 miles. So. 
that point in time, Bill says, Bill Woodard, my chamber director, says, oh, that will get us to Caney Fork Electric and Spencer, which has a level two charger, and that can get us the rest of the way home. I said, okay. You know, I've got my text string up. You think I should just read them? Yeah, no, that, that, <laughs> you think I should no, read no, them? Or? Some of those words okay. can be okay. 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 Chamber director realized there was another hill before he got to <laughs> I don't think he did. So as we go out of the, the next hill out of Dunlap, going into uh, Spencer Fall Creek Falls, we get to almost Highway 8. We're down to 12 miles. <laughs> <laughs> So Bill says, well, we've got to go to Ishi. And I said, what's that? He goes, well, that's that place over there off Highway 8. They've got electric chargers. That's not what he said. Look at that. Great. I, I didn't know this. I had heard the stories of some compound in the woods in Van Buren, Warren County. And so I'm first thought, I'm thinking Ruby Ridge, Waco, you know, this kind of thing. So <laughs> thinking I'm going, you know, we're going we're gonna to pull in. They're going to shoot us, kill us. Get over there, great little setup. I mean, they're building apartment buildings. They have they have chargers. They're level one chargers as well. So the text we get at this moment is, yeah, this is guys, if you never see me again, it's been nice We spend two hours there getting a charge. The nice people, they come. It's a, and I'll say this, it's a yoga therapy right. kind of place. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you get in a yoga session while I you did there? not. Oh, we, okay. They did show us around and, and all this, you know. And, and Did they uh, feed you? They did give us some vegetable snacks, but I did not uh, partake in those because I'm, you know, I'm a carnivore and I eat, I, I mean, there was. Stay, yeah. So anyways, two hours there, nice people. We leave. We're headed out. We get to Spencer, and we're down again to like 20 miles. So Spencer, there in Spencer, there is a there there is a charger at the Caney Fork Electric. So we pull in there. Is that where you ordered the pizza? That's exactly where we ordered. <laughs> from, <laughs> from who the, paid the what is that market there? Yeah, shell, it's, it used to be a shell. It's a it's a I don't know, but it's peacock or something. I hope your chamber director bought that pizza. pizza. Yeah, you know, great pizza. We yeah. sit, ate it in. You know, you no need to go with the car, and so. <laughs> another hour, another hour there, and get enough charge, and we we start on to Cookville's, knowing. So we start off the hill in Spencer. We're going downhill this time. So what kind of pizza did you get? Uh, spring, spring. <laughs> <laughs> and Reese's. And you also got to keep in mind he's got a Republican meeting. I do. That, I had a Republican, and so I called. Well, first I called my old buddy DW and I said, "If you got a charger on Square, I was about says, to yes. ask. Yeah, he says yes. Uh, he said, yeah, come on. I said, well, we may be there because I figure I'm going to spend some time in his office because just, you know, seeing my buddy while we're there. But we didn't make Sparta. So we got Spencer, <laughs> ate, had a nice meal. Bill did pay, I will say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have. Yeah. So we start down the hill out of Spencer to Sparta, and I thought it, it's just on this car, it's just a knob, and I turned it to neutral. And we gained like eight or ten miles by coasting. But we got up to like 85 miles an hour. I mean, it was – and you ask about the little button. There is a button on those that you can hit, and it sounds like the old school 5.0 Mustangs, you know, that we were growing up. <laughs> yeah. And you don't hear it. Electricity. It wastes electricity. It wastes electricity. It wastes electricity. It can't afford to push it. Right. Push so it, we finally get to Sam's. Don't. Don't push the button. We finally get to Sam's. Oh, it's 8 o'clock or so, and uh, they do have one of them showing enough good in, uh, chargers, and, you know, in about 20 minutes we're up to – I think it was 125 miles, and Bill said, "Oh, we're good." I said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." I said, "15 more minutes." <laughs> I said, "We didn't spend this long." I said, "We're gonna get 50." You more stopped minutes. four times, right, to get a charge? Yeah. Yes. I finally- was telling my wife about this, and she was getting worried about Jeff. I'm over here laying, just 
dying laughing. Yes. And yes. she's all worried. Time, I'm like, he's fine. At one point in time, my, my mayor, Mr. Hedy, says, stop. <laughs> I can't take any more of this. <laughs> well, I assume you missed your meeting. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was there for him, though. Yeah. 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 DW and, and distinguished gentleman from Sparta, Mr. Bailey, took care of that for me that night. So, yeah. So, so in all seriousness, I, have y'all been contacted by any suppliers that's no. going to feed Blue Oval? And if you are, well, do you have anything to say after this experience with Jeff? There's lots of battery things and stuff yeah, like that. There's but, lots of battery RFPs coming yeah, there, out. There's, there, you got to watch them because if you watch on those RFPs, the wastewater that they use in that operation mm-hmm. will, over, crazy. will will just kill your sewer system. you got to have a big sewer system to do that. you got to have the infrastructure for yes. the sewer system. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. Great so, story. Good yes. life. You're, you're and, live. And, and then the whole time, Bill – Bill's apologizing the whole way home. Oh, Bill's a great guy. And yeah. I, I told Bill numerous times, not your fault, Bill. Yep. I'm the idiot that got in the car with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we were telling him in the text. Uh, it's kind of like, like the coach told that, you know, the defensive back said, sorry, coach, I let that guy get by and touchdown. He goes, not your fault. I'm the idiot that played you. Yeah. <laughs> but you well, at least y'all could share that experience Absolutely. together. Absolutely. Right. I, yep. I mean, there was no hiding it. At yep. one point, Joyce said, at least one of y'all should have offered to went and got him. Well, I think I y'all said, are having too much fun. Too but high. if we did that, we wouldn't have all these texts. Yeah. 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 Right, it would have been fun. Well, two of my city mayors, Mayor Potts and Mayor Nixon, did say they would come get me, but it was not going to be a pleasant ride home. And I said, never mind. Yeah. We had him stand up at the uh, regional association of county mayors meeting uh, and, I told this, yeah, and this tell this that to the group. Third time I've told it. Well, this is probably the biggest. I, I told it at uh, the mm. chamber at, None of it beats the live text, though, does no, it? No, 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 it's none of it beats no. the live text string. <laughs> Am I all for electric vehicles? Oh, uh, no. Will I be buying an electric? No. And Bill was going to buy his wife an electric car, but I think he's changed his mind. his mom. Yeah. yeah. I offered to bring him a generator. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. You could just bring it and just leave, right? Yeah, and leave him there with it. Could strap it on the back. I yeah. think you could just strap and just keep it charged. That would yeah. be a good idea. It, well, all right. Oh, one goodness. of the big cat was on wheels and pull it behind you. <laughs> Great story. So before we get done, I do want to update. Randy, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. Jackson County, y'all y'all have had some great money come in. We have. Uh, you know, this is not a time we got a lot going on, but we are finalizing some grants. And we just uh, we had gotten a CDBG grant last year for a pumper taker in the, what we call the 5th District of the county. And uh, that, that's been a, a delivered and been paid for. And so uh, – those three volunteer fire departments over there that are going to, you know, that's a joint use there. It's for the county wide, but that's the main area that we wanted to serve. So it's really nice, nice and shiny. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty. We're good. Uh, How long did it take you to get the the pumper tank? I mean, they're on back order, right? No, nine no? months. Nine months. Nine months. That's still and, a bit. And it was pretty. It was a little while, but I yeah. mean, it was pretty quick turnaround. Quick, quick, that's good. Nine that's pretty good. Yeah. Quick, that's real yeah. good. I'm, we're still waiting on. I was about to say yeah. you're still. Yeah. Um, what else? Anything else in Jackson County? I know y'all rocking and rolling. Yeah, so. finding up, uh, finishing up my fairground grant that I've been working on for two years. I'm about done with it, and uh, uh, working on my building for to move elections. We're real close to getting that done, and that's been a process. And a lot of good stuff going on. We're yep. gearing up for Christmas. I don't know about everybody else, uh, all the other counties, but that's the big topic right now. Mm-hmm. Christmas is around the corner, and we're trying to get geared up for that and yep. put everything in place. Yep. Okay. Decorating the tree this weekend, so there I'm excited go. about that. DW, White County? Well, we, we've, uh, like Randy said, it's not really grant season per se, but we, uh, we've we been awarded a couple. We've got a, a $100,000 in a tourism grant that we're going to use to uh, do our uh, uh, redo our chamber, or actually move our chamber. We're yeah. doing a building there. And 
and just found out a couple of days ago, uh, we got a $35,000 grant from the state library for our, our, I'm sorry, state museum for okay. our, our museum to do some updates on the entrance to our parking lot and bathrooms. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. And one thing, and we'll get to Alan, but one thing about you all, y'all are very progressive in the grants, and that's one. That's a good thing for well, our yeah, community. Yeah, get turned down a lot, but yeah. progressive. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, what about Copeland County? <laughs> I got one of those grants he was turned down for for some playground equipment out at our out at our park. <laughs> what was it? Wait. A DW saw how bad our playground was, though. Remember when we went and looked over uh, – from the straight line winds, all that damage. That's true. That's and true. Uh, it took it out. So it's been, we've applied for several times. We're going to get uh, some equipment over in our Obit River Park. We've got a lot of projects that are going on right now. Uh, archives, finally. They're about to tear down part of that and build it back up. We've got our uh, clerk out where he's going to stay, getting a drive through built for him. To add a better service. What are you going to do with his old space in the courthouse when y'all get it? We're here? rearranging. Uh, we're going to get the uh, register of deeds going to move up. I'm going to slide over. We're going to have actually a real office and a training center for our human resources. Oh, good. So we're going to do some remodels uh, in the courthouse. That's uh, the bit. The bids are due on the December first for uh, the. Uh, repairs and the external work on the courthouse so really busy time but uh i'm like you grants there's a lot of grants out there right now is applying for stuff out there again? I, I don't know I, I may apply twice if it is <laughs> how's y'all's t-deck water uh y'all heard anything on slow the slow yeah. really slow i, I hate to bring up i mean no no so we got our pre-construction meeting thursday so we've been we've gotten way further than i thought we would be and that's that your joint venture or that's your, a joint venture with yeah, putman county so i'm priorities what on that i feel like yeah that, i'm kind of i'm you know get, you don't know how hard it's been to get here well y'all do too yeah. i'm sorry it's, it's been hard to get here and i know that randy porter is excited but i, I am too so that's helping my area yeah, my it is. those grants are difficult so. yeah, that's your yeah. district those yeah, grants that's my are district. Hard. yeah my district. i'm about ready to pull out and fix roads <laughs> <laughs> well i <laughs> So, yeah. That was Jeff Mason. Was yeah, Jeff by Mason. the way. Make sure everybody knows that. I don't care. Well, it's been I fun. Am not a happy <laughs> well, and it is time. Uh, y'all's time is, I hate, we, great information, but y'all been great. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the roast of Jeff Mason today. I feel like yeah, that, yeah. that he's been he's been a good sport. Could have been worse. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. you've been listening to Local Matters with the four mayors, uh, Randy Hetty from Jackson County, Jeff Mason from Smith County, Denny Wayne Robinson from White County, Alan Foster from Cumming County. Guys, thanks again. Have you back on January. Give us some more updates after Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Appreciate everything you all do. Uh, and everybody listening, hope you have a great weekend. Remember, it's a lot easier to smile. It is a frown. Be kind to somebody and make the day. We'll see you next week.